want something, go get it. Period. Great moments. I'm born great opportunity. And that's what you have here tonight. That's what you've earned here tonight. That's right. I have wrestled with an alligator. I done tussled with a whale. I done handcuffed lightning, throw thunder in jail. That's bad. Only last week, I murdered a rock, injured a stone, hospitalized a brick. I'm so mean, I make medicine sick. Bad dude. Bad. Fast. 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 Last night, I cut the light off my bedroom, hit the switch, was in the bed before the room was dark. Incredible. This is your host, Almi Daher, and today we have one of my biggest inspirations, the most amazing, down-to-earth, and possibly the fittest girl we've had on the show. Emmy, what's up? How you doing? I'm good. Oh, God, that's such a nice introduction. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, blushing over at my end. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't even do her justice, you guys. Like, I've known Emmy since I was in my first or second year of university back in England. And she's, like, the, the angel that you've always wanted to meet, but you've never gotten the chance to. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> that's so, so cool. Anytime, sweetheart. So, Emmy, do you want to tell us a little bit about, um, you know, who you are and what you did at school and just give a brief introduction to the audience? Okay, yeah. Oh, I just realized that you would have met me. We did meet first year. So you, you've actually seen me like normal way, game way, lose way. I, I, I mean, guess, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So that, that whole transition to university, you've actually seen it. So that's quite rare because a lot of people haven't seen it. But um, okay, I'll I'll um tell you a bit about me. <laughs> so um, as you know, because we bonded over this when we first met, I'm from Venezuela. Yeah. Um, I've lived in the UK for oh god, I think I think nearly 15 years. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Crisis. Um, yeah. yeah, 15 years in the UK. Okay, I did American studies at uni. Um, I went to uni a bit, well, not late. I went to uni at 22. Um, not so late at all. No, no. It just, it just, uh, you know, when I got to 25, I graduated at 25, and the freshers were 18, and I was like, oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like, that's when you turn around and you're like, oh my god, they're all babies. Um, so yeah, what else? Um, so so yeah, and then we we worked together at the co-op. Oh, on the co-op. <laughs> the workplace that really tested our endurance. <laughs> and our gangster. If there's any place that has ever tested our gangster, it was that place. <laughs> it was something else. Like I I often think about the co-op and how if if I behaved because I was obviously I was in uh, supervisor there as well. But if I behaved the way I did at the call by any other workplace I would, I would get fired <laughs> fired like you had to like dealing with students it's like a whole other ball game oh yeah. god it is yeah um, um so 
Yeah, go on. Oh no, sorry, I just forgot like the like the the whole question. So I'm trying to think if I've answered everything. Yeah, you have. You're perfectly fine. So Emmy just not just really, but like she started her. Please correct me if I'm wrong. You started your transformation in the fitness industry or like the fitness world with Body by Saskia. Oh yeah, that my personal yeah, she's a personal trainer at the gym. Yeah. Like gym group, yeah. Yeah, so tell us a bit about how you got into it. What really motivated you to get like, you know, started and be like, okay, today we're going and going after it. Well, well um I think like most people, I've had sort of dalliances with fitness my entire life. Um, you know, and unhealthy patterns throughout mm-hmm. my teenagehood. And I think I I felt like I had a bit of a arrested development when it came to fitness and health because I yo-yo dieted so much and made the same mistakes over and over and then about six months before my 25th birthday I was like okay this is it I want to make changes obviously in six months you're not gonna transform but I I want to have a habit or a pattern that you know like you don't want to make the same mistakes you've made as a teenager yeah right like you're just you just look at your life and you're like oh you're you're just shaking your head the whole time thinking i can't be doing this every day and calling it a life exactly 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 you can't make the same mistakes over and over and and think you're gonna get different results so so i thought okay 28 days i'm gonna i'm gonna do this for myself 28 days i'm gonna make a habit and so every day for 28 days i was just doing some form of exercise no matter what it was like cycling i started cycling to uni thank god for the hills in brighton (laughs) some real cardio yeah no i don't know how people did that i i often used to say like big up to anyone who used to cycle to uni because i would not make it to to class i would be sitting outside farmer house on my back (laughs) sweaty as hell (laughs) It's like, cause it's a constant hill all the way. You don't realize because um, Lewis Road doesn't look like a hill. Yeah, but it is. <laughs> but it is, yeah. So I went, so I did that, and then I went to the gym. Started going to the gym, and I was really scared because obviously in the muscle area, uh, yeah, like yeah. as a woman coming into the gym, it's normally men, mm. um, and you sort of feel like they're watching you, and they're not. They're all watching themselves in the mirror. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> like, is doing their shit. Yeah, we're all doing that. Like, once you get into it, you're like, oh, we're all just concentrating. Um, And then I saw Saskia training. I didn't realize she was a trainer at first, but she helped me, like, like, deal with the squat rack for the first time. She just came up to me and helped me. And I looked, and it sounds like, like it sounds strange but I looked at her body shape and I realized her body shape was very similar to my body shape but she was in shape so she was sort of what I envisioned I could look like so once I knew she was a personal trainer I was like okay I've spent thousands of pounds binging over the past 15 years (laughs) I can invest in myself a bit exactly yeah so that's how I started Oh wow, that's such it's so it sounds similar to me but mine was not really like an, a time thing I just was really depressed and I was put in a position where I had to fight for myself if that yeah. makes any sense and I had to fight myself and others around me and I wanted to be healthier for every like if I was to get into an into a situation that required anything would be ready yeah if you know what I'm trying to say oh uh, yeah for sure yeah. like 
I get that. I mean, the God, the the improvement in my mental health. Exactly. Like, unbelievable. And sometimes I'm sometimes I come home and I'm high on endorphins. Exactly. Like, You're just like <laughs> people buy drugs, but I buy a gym membership. <laughs> There's a difference. Yeah, exactly. Like I'll be like I'll be like humming and and I'll be like doing the dishes and I'm just like oh shit I'm high. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. No, it's a completely different thing, and you can't really say anything unless you've experienced it yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Feel that way too. No. So, um, and then you, you did you ever had like a gym partner or someone who'd push you? Because for me, I found it very. When I started my fitness journey, it was I had a gym partner who was already going to the gym. Like he was muscular and knew what he was doing, and so he kind of helped me along. Did you get something like that? Except from Saskia. Uh, um, yeah. We should have teamed up. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> we should have made a fucking great force. <laughs> we should have, but um, so my best friend Bessie, who you know, yeah, um, yeah. so she she's like a natural athlete. I've never met anyone whose body adapts so quickly to exercise. Yeah, uh, but we started. So she started training for the first time probably with me. So we got into it at the same time, and it was very interesting to see how her body reacted in a completely different way to my body um i have a lot of ease losing weight i lose and gain weight very very quickly like my body can yo-yo up and down i don't Mm. know i don't know just my metabolism but bessie builds muscle straight away so we were pushing each other in different ways like training with her pushed me to want to build muscle and then she wanted to be able to lose weight so we both had a different thing that we found yeah. helpful in each other. So we, we trained, and we're both really competitive. So it's yeah, like- Yeah, so it helped the whole process. Yeah. Exactly. That's what it is all about. It's all about having that, you know, that camaraderie in the, in the gym and like that, some, that competitive edge that pushes you to do better than the last time. And when you have someone who wants the best for you as well, you end up pushing yourselves. And I feel like that that's what happened for you and also for me. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And also the best thing about Bessie is that she's really celebrated every step of like my progress in yeah. a way that I myself haven't. Like she'll make she'll make comparison pictures for me and like send them. Oh, <laughs> that's the sweetest. I know, she's adorable. I, I love Bessie, but like when we worked at the co-op, I used to... One, I never really talked to a lot of people. I always yeah. used to just get in and get out because I don't know if I've said this before, but like the co-op was my first and only me- like a menial job, like a job yeah. that didn't require any technical skill. Yeah. And yeah. It, it was a lot of, um, not gossip, but there was a lot of politics that went into the job. And, oh my god absolutely yeah and for <laughs> me i just couldn't navigate that like i came from working at the un headquarters in new york the summer before that and i was yeah. like coming into the co-op at in brighton and where there's alliances and like you know i was like what, what the, the fuck? UN? that's hilarious <laughs> you know so um i just when i realized that like there's this alliance thing going on i was like keep your head down 
Um, and at the end of the day, people didn't know this, but like I only got the job um, so that I could teach myself like responsibility of having a job and going to school. Yeah. And all my proceeds used to go to a charity in Kenya. And so, yeah, I never used the money I got from the co-op. I used to donate it at the end of the year. Um, um, I just love you. Like, you're such <laughs> an admirable person. And so, yeah, like, I'm grateful enough and I thank God and I'm grateful enough that my family was able to support me through uni. So I never really needed the money. But, yeah. like, I worked hard for the kids in, you know, like, the orphans that I was supporting through school and stuff. And so that's the only reason why I used to show up and work hard and, like, leave the, the place when at the end of the day. Because I was like, just remember why you're going in. You're going in for these kids. You're not going in to have well, extra yeah. money to do cat on the weekends. Like <laughs> some people. <laughs> like, you know. Uh, perfect example of using your platform and your power to do something like much greater yeah that itself that's really admirable i think yeah a lot of people i mean only only a place that inconsequential could get that petty yeah. uh you know like only a place that's that meaningless which is a cop get that petty but i'm glad that someone was doing some good out of it because <laughs> i think most of the money that people made went to rent or to their recreational drugs <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yes. I know that. Yeah. And that's that's the thing for me. It was I never understood. So that's why maybe I I admired Bessie from afar, her work ethic, how she used to just be a boss ass bitch. Excuse me. I didn't mean that in like a derogatory way. But like, you know, she was a boss, you know, like owned it, came in, did the thing, got on her bike and went home. You know, yeah, I really admired that. Yeah, exactly. And also, there was always a, there was always like, there was a difference between the, you know, Bessie, me, and a lot of other people were making money because we needed to pay rent. Yeah. And there were people who were making money and then just like going out and just spending. It was their pocket money, so they weren't maybe as involved in the job. But Bessie, she would come in and she knew she had to make. make she had a baseline of what she needed to achieve and she would do it and she would go home and yeah. i always tell her that you know because we started work at six at 5 55 she was the friendliest you know chattiest person ever nicest person to come across she, at and six o'clock she would switch and, and it's like it's time to get shit done yeah and she that's, was that's what i loved about either. her yeah she wouldn't talk to me during the shift at all <laughs> yeah because she had work to do, and I loved that about her, and I loved that about you. So oh. that's what I, I, I really admired. Otherwise, I saw, you know, people like, I, I don't know why this podcast is turning into what we liked and didn't like from <laughs> our jobs. Oh, but yeah, I remember once, yeah, we're just talking about it and we'll get back to it. But yeah. I remember once when it was the Christmas holiday and I won't mention the names of the people involved, but yeah. there was an assistant manager who decided to order pizza and we were only two customer services, customer, uh-huh. whatever, attendants on the floor yeah. and her. And apparently the other CSA who was on the ground was her friend. And so around you know like during the christmas time people only come to the co-op at like night when everything's reduced 
So yeah. she ordered a pizza around the same time. And so she called oh. her friend and they had like a pizza party in the back. And they oh. left me on the shop floor alone. Oh, and that's the shit. Yeah, I was ringing the bell and no one was coming. And there was like a queue of people and you're trying to do your best. It was, yeah. and ever since then I was like, I'm never going to fucking help you guys during the holidays <laughs> again. I felt bad. I was like, no one wanted to take shifts. So I was like, since we just live in London, it's not that far. And I got rent because yeah. I was an RA. I got rent off my money and it was quite yeah. cheap relatively. So I was like, fuck it, I'll, I'll do it. I don't mind. And then you give me this shit. I was like, yeah, now I know where we stand. Um, oh, it was, a, it was tough like that. There was definitely like hierarchical structures. And I, I was always aware of that. And I was, I always, because I managed to, I got on with everyone everyone pretty yeah. much I always felt aware of not making anyone feel left out and I hope I succeeded at that it's difficult you did you did you made everyone feel comfortable and that's I think the hardest thing for that job was to make sure everyone felt comfortable enough to be able to achieve the set goals yeah you absolutely. Know? yeah, yeah. It's, it's one of those things I think uh, I mean I'm glad I got out when I did but once <laughs> <laughs> I know it sounds like war I know like it was war but go on but you know I actually you know one of the managers Fox he supported me a lot because I once while I was undergoing my transformation I was also very depressed um, yeah. and he really supported me with the flexibility of my hours and he gave me a lot of support that I think I wouldn't have gotten from another job so you got you got perks like that yeah. But the ninety, sort of like eighty percent of the time, maybe ninety, the job was just grueling, menial work. <laughs> <laughs> but you did get some gems and nice you, people. Yeah, there. there was some. Yeah, there were some amazing people. Like our friendship would never have happened if it wasn't from the co-op. Well, we would never have met. Shouts. Yeah. So <laughs> talking of the fitness journey, back to what we really came here to talk about. Yeah. Um. One. Other than being motivated with, you know, Saskia and Bessie, what else did you find a bit challenging in the start and how did you be able to come over it? You just mentioned you were a bit depressed during the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, so what? Uh, I think for me, because I've had an eating disorder, I, I always say like I have it even though it's no, no longer active because I think of it as alcoholism, like you're always an alcoholic. <laughs> um, so like, there's always the potential to slip back because yeah. uh, it's an addiction really I have a really addictive personality um, and uh, yeah, that was my advice like I, I always say like it could have been worse it could have no, been it could have been cocaine or crack <laughs> yeah exactly like food it's, it's quite bourgeois addiction if there ever was one <laughs> addicted to food um, so you know I I, I hadn't eaten sort of for a really long time. So my coping mechanism for any kind of stress or heightened emotion has always been food. Yeah. So I had to change my pattern instead of like, instead of just eating all the food around me when I was feeling sad, which was yeah. a lot of the time, um, I had to change that to exercise or a healthy activity. So that was the most challenging thing. But it's when you start working on your body, though, you naturally, in a healthy way, because obviously yeah. there's unhealthy ways of doing it, but when you start building your body, it's very, it's very yeah. 
difficult to tear it down because you see the hard work that goes into it exactly yeah and my depression you know i'm i I get the depressive gene if you like i don't know if it's gene. you know the depressive from both sides of the family um and you know there's a famous story about my my great aunt tried to join a nunnery and the nunnery like sent her back <laughs> she was so critical <laughs> they were like, i'm so sorry for laughing <laughs> that was really funny they were, the nuns couldn't stand her so you know i feel like that's my potential that's who i could have become like yeah yes not good enough for the nuns <laughs> um, <laughs> you know they had the love of god on their side and they still couldn't like take that um, bitch. They yeah. were like, oh. um so I, do, so I was fighting against like i think obvi- we we define ourselves a lot by those things and it's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy so i was, I was yeah. fighting against maybe my natural depressiveness and my natural irritability which i worked really hard to keep, to keep in check yeah <laughs> like from oh, no. my public life if that made sense yeah no definitely and um i think also now to talk about the easier part um we lived in brighton so for people who are listening and don't know about brighton it's this little not little but it's the city on the southeast and it's this yoga mat and kombucha kind of city <laughs> <laughs> so it was a bit like easier for us to I don't know if you'd agree but it'd be it was a bit easier for us to have that you know healthier lifestyle um, yes because you saw all these people who would be running by the beach in the morning and many people cycle to work and school and you know stuff so I think the environment was good for the transformation wouldn't you say and other like what other things do you think were made it easy for you to transition um well brighton is one of those places where it's an anomaly i mean there is no city like brighton and brighton is definitely not representative of other cities in the uk oh no definitely not it's like a country of its own (laughs) exactly and it's it's one of those places where there's a lot of access to vegan food organic food um there's a lot of healthy shit going on a lot of yoga and you know i did the naked bike ride a couple of times you know yeah. there's a lot of like there's a lot of healthy um minded people doing a lot of you know whimsically whimsical arty things yeah and you know just like loving their bodies and, and enjoying that. it and like just being part of this whole health gang you know exactly so it you know it's very it's it's kind of a trendy place and it's it's it's, a, it's kind of like a ridiculous place to grow up i imagine like you you can have no concept of the real world if you grow up in brighton yeah no you definitely don't <laughs> like it's you're like in a bubble and once you leave brighton it's like leaving this whole crazy mess of a beautiful nightmare if i, that, I could say it that way it's it's nuts but i but yeah it was just easier because there was so much there was so much access to everything i needed everything yeah. i needed was on my fingertips and it's a, and it's a much calmer city than london where everything you need 
is also there. But so, there's so much bustle and hustle and nonsense. Yeah, that's and, a bit stressful. Um, yeah. You know, you feel like you need a shower everywhere after. <laughs> after 15 minutes on the fucking <laughs> underground. Especially oh, in the summer. Yeah. Um, Brighton, Brighton was just the perfect setting for it. You know, I was living by the beach. So, when, yeah. so whenever I was stressed and feeling really overwhelmed, I would go for a walk by the beach and look out at the waves and, you know, feel very dramatic in my little moment. Yeah, like uh, it was, I would never change that experience for anything. And absolutely. I think, yeah. I think it would have been, would have been different if I'd been, I mean, I'm in, where I live, I live in like, you know, Brexit country now, <laughs> in Yorkshire. <laughs> would have been a different experience starting here you know yeah it would it, i feel like like um my brother lived in nottingham and i technically started my fitness journey with him in nottingham in the like in the christmas holiday of 2016 oh yeah and yeah so that's when we both were like let's get our asses in shape and at the time i was like super skinny maybe 60 kgs like super oh super skinny and and like i used to have the weirdest eating habits and you know like just an unhealthy lifestyle um and he was a bit like because my brother is two years younger than me and he's six five basically oh wow so he's yeah he's like three or four inches taller than i am which is insane yeah. um and he he was on the other spectrum where he was a bit unhealthy and a bit overweight so we were running different programs. We got onto bodybuilding.com and I feel like that was my biggest resource because at the time I didn't feel like I wanted to get a trainer because I tried a trainer before. Um, that was two years ago, two years before I really got into fitness. Yeah. And so I went onto bodybuilding.com and I searched for programs and then I got like the program and then you could download an app. And then on the app, it tells you what days to do what, you know, and like it gives you instructional videos and how long to do it. Like it was a full package thing. And so it was really, really good. I got to gain like 15 kilos of lean muscle in six months. Oh, my God. And, that's amazing. Yeah. And for me, that was like the biggest transformation was seeing me on the scale from 60 like wiry stringy and to like i'd I'd also never had abs before because i was really fat in high school and then when i went to uni i became super skinny because i was like eating like two meals a day or i was eating like not enough to definitely sustain my my activity Um, yeah so then I never saw abs on myself. It was something that, like, I dreamt of. Like, you know, those faraway dreams that never yeah. come to reality. I dream of abs, too. Uh, <laughs> no, but look at if... Guys, let me just tell you that if you do, uh, at the end, Emmy is going to give you her her Instagram, her fit Fitstagram, if you will, where you can go and follow her and see her transformation. It comes nowhere too close to what I did. So she put me to shame. I don't even know why she's saying this. But I saw abs on myself for the very first time. And it was like, 
a very surreal feeling you know like I have abs like those belong to me like you know touch I used to, I, I could touch them and feel them like that sounds so disgusting but like it was like no, real thing like 15 kilos of lean muscle like, that's a huge achievement and, and abs are not easy abs are really fucking hard to <laughs> it's the hardest thing people look at abs and they think like yeah you just do crunches and that's it no, no bitch we do hanging leg raises <laughs> we do upside down monkey crawls we do uh, those medicine ball like fucking push uh, um push-ups and like all these different trx band exercises and it's like a whole i used to dedicate like every 20 minutes of my, the end of my gym session to abs for yeah, six yeah. months and I didn't have any sugar, any processed food, nothing. Like, the only dessert I ever had was peanut butter and protein shakes. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know say, I... your nutrition has to be on point. You you need... have... Your nutrition yeah. has to be perfect. Especially when you're a natural, like, not when you're juicing or whatever. Because I know people who asked me if I was doing steroids, and I was like, Guys, what? if I was doing steroids, do you think I would look like this? Do you think I would choose to be the way I look? <laughs> oh, no, I wouldn't mess with any of that shit. It's better. Yeah, always it's, better to do it natural. It's so much better to do it natural. It's so much. And it feels like you feel like you accomplished so much more. Absolutely. Because you're just like, wow, look at what my body can actually do if I put my mind to it. Um, oh yeah. So, yeah, like big up to us and <laughs> like I'd, i'm just so proud and before i started we started recording i was telling emmy how proud i am of how far she's come like no one can ever take that away from you like your mental strength is amazing you have a fitstagram even i don't have an an instagram for my fitness <laughs> yeah, with like say, followers and stuff yeah like i just use my regular instagram because um I really wouldn't like to talk about this on the podcast, but we might as well. So I get paid to post on Instagram. So I would rather just use my regular Instagram to post. Oh, uh, okay. okay. Yeah, fair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a good decision, I feel. <laughs> rather than doing it. Yeah, for then, sure. I mean, yeah, I building want, it from the ground up. up. Really. Oh, sorry. Come again. Come again. Sorry, you go. Oh, I was going to say, I, I have to build mine up because I need... I need a larger audience because I'm I'm, um, I'm training to be a personal trainer right now. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I, I'd like to reach more people and have like a base where I can reach clients. So I want to reach more people. Definitely. And like, I really would love to see you get sponsored by a nutrition company because mm -hmm. I have a sponsorship with a nutrition company and like i never thought that was going to happen i have i also now have a clothing line which um sponsors me and they pay me to pay to post on instagram and i'd love to see that for you because guys if there's anyone in this world and i'm gonna keep saying this till you get tired of hearing it <laughs> but if there's anyone who deserves it it's emmy like she puts in the work like w-e-r-k work um uh. like it's insane. Her work ethic is amazing. She finds time to play with her dogs and study and <laughs> apply for jobs and still do this whole fitness thing. 
you know so i i would really like want you to go for that um as a friend and also as a fellow fitness enthusiast because like as you know nutrition is expensive like yes you know buying protein powder and bcaas <laughs> and pre workout and then you know, you, I don't know if you do aminos and also getting. Oh, um, aminos are very pricey. So exactly. People deprived of nutrients. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I saw. I was looking it up, and um, there's a company called Women's Best. Yes, Women's uh, Best. Yeah, and I was looking it up, and I was like, oh, maybe I need amino, and then it was like thirty pounds, and I was like, you know what? Don't need aminos. <laughs> I'll just have my fruits and veg. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, but you know, you gotta, yeah, you, it, it'd be great if you get, get paid to do your dream job. Yeah, that is, exactly. And, and I feel like you're on track to do that. Like the bigger the audience you build, the content that you put out, because you have excellent content. And also like when, for example, Women's Best, the biggest percentage off they give people is 10%. So 10% out of 30 quid is like your own, you're still paying for the price. Like, you know, still 27 pounds <laughs> for some amino acids. Like, you, you know. Um, another thing that I've learned, and maybe some, someone who's listening could gain from this, would be do it during the sales, like Black Friday, or sign up to newsletters on bodybuilding.com, and just you will always find a good deal 